0: how i use my ropes from start to finish first i think it's good to know how the rope was made so when it's cold out those ropes are going to want to back up it's what they call backswing what that is is where that when that rope's sitting straight in your right hand that rope's going to come to the inside it's going to go from it's going to go to the left at the back strand it's what they call backing up when it's warm out that's when that rope wants to kick out to the right so it's going to kick from that bottom strand out to the right under your your hand. I'm more of a kick fan than I am backswing. Healers are a little bit different. They want that backswing coming up under where they can feel that bottom strand better. Heading it doesn't feel very good to me. That's where I usually knock my hat off. So that's, it's, it's important to know that you're using that rope This designed for a certain weather. So they make ropes specifically for when it starts warming up. So when it warms up and they know that rope's going to want to kick out, they'll design that rope with a little more backswing in it. So when you stretch it out and it warms up, it'll actually straighten. It'll straighten that rope. Well, the opposite happens in the winter time. In the winter time, when that rope's going to want to back up, they'll put a little more kick in that rope. So when you stretch it out, that rope's going to back up to straight. What you don't want to use is you don't want to use a rope that was made for winter in the summer and so if that rope has some kick in it you don't want to use in the summer because it's going to to kick all the way around your hand almost it's not going to stay open if you have a rope that feels that way just put it back in your tack room or in your rope bag wherever it is you hold your ropes and just wait to use that rope for winter that way you get the longevity out of it don't throw it away it's designed it's designed to, to be used in a certain time and then also making sure if you have a winter rope that has kick in it you don't want to use that in the summertime, and then if it has backswing, you don't want to use that uh, in the wintertime. And so just kind of know that your ropes are designed for a specific time of year. And if, you're, if it's wintertime and your rope is designed with that backswing in it, then just save that rope for summer. I'm trying to get the most longevity out of your ropes. Uh, knowing that weather is going to affect your ropes as well. So then the heat, your ropes are going to stiffen up a little bit. When it cools off in the wintertime, your ropes are going to soften up a little bit. So those are those are important things to know. If you have a little bit stiffer rope, wait for that ho- rope in the wintertime or when it cools off. If it's pretty soft, let that ho- or let that uh, it might be a summertime rope. And so knowing those things right there is is helps with kind of when and where to use your your ropes. Now when I'm breaking my my ropes in, I want to stretch my rope out. So I want to put it around something big that's round. I don't want to put anything that's like a square tubing or anything that's going to break my rope. I want it big and and, and circular. So when you put your rope around it, I like to put it over the top. Um, Healers like to put it under. They'll put their rope. They'll turn the rope upside down and put it on a pole to get more um, backswing. I like to turn it over the top of the pole. So then that way it it keeps my rope a little more straighter or, or a little bit more kick. And so when I stretch my rope, I'll just put it around my waist. I don't I don't really mess with the whole dally and stuff. Um, I'll do it every once in a while if I'm trying to put some rubber on, on it. So it'll it'll bite a little bit better. But for most time I'll just I'll just put it around my hips and stretch that thing out a few times. And then I'll coil my rope up and kinda of put it in a loop size, and then I'll set it in my tack room for a couple days and let it rest. Let it kind of breathe for a little bit. What that does is it stretches them fibers out and kinda of lets the body Go back to how it was designed to feel and put some body back in your loop and kind of get the coily feel out of that loop and so once i let that thing rest for a couple of days i'll go ahead and put a couple runs on it and i want to also make sure that when i set that rope on the ground in my tack room that well first of all make sure there's no dogs around because them dogs love those uh rawhide burners so be be careful of that but i want to keep it climate controlled keep it somewhat room temperature you don't want it too cold and you don't want it too hot where they'll melt and so i keep it climate controlled well then after that for a couple, after a couple of days of letting them rest then i'll put a couple of runs on the on that rope so what i mean by that is i'll i'll turn a couple of steers with that rope i'll run up there and rope put some get, get some rubber put on the on the uh, on that rope where it has a little bit more grip to it turn that steer turn about two steers with it until it feels good i try not to let it drag the ground after I get done roping, um, where you let your rope drag back to the catch pin, I'll I'll keep the rope in my hand and follow the steer all the way out just to make the rope last longer where it doesn't get all the dirt in the, in the in the rope and bust all those fibers loose. It'll affect the way that rope feels. I'll just put a couple of runs on it where it feels good. It's stretched out and then I'll do the same thing again. I'll put that rope back into a loop size coil and then I'll, I'll set that rope back on the ground again and I'll let it, rest or or, or marinate for a couple of days again now that rope's ready for competition now it's it's been stretched out the body's back in it that's where my ropes usually feel the best is right about then so whether I'm rodeoing or jackpotting if I'm rodeoing that's when that, that rope goes in my bag and I'll make sure I keep a few different lays of ropes in my rope bag I'll keep a soft rope in there in case I get to a rope in a rodeo it's got some big horns like real big horns, I'll keep it soft in there, especially in the wintertime where them ropes want to back up and soften up a little bit as well. Like at the NFR, I'd always keep a soft in my rope and my rope bag because the horns out there are really big and the weather's pretty cool at night. And if I got medium sized horns, I'm going to have an extra soft. If I've got really tiny horns, I want a double extra soft. I want that. I want that rope just folding around the horns when I throw that head loop where it doesn't wave off. Sometimes you have too much body like an extra soft or especially a soft on smaller horns. Recipe for waving it off. And so once they get to the rodeos and those ropes don't feel as good um, I'll use those at a jackpot. I'll kind of back them back. There's more of a jackpot rope that so doesn't feel like it's just real snappy for a rodeo run. I'll use it at a jackpot. I can get by with some of these little jackpots here around the house that I can still get some longevity out of those ropes or still feel good enough for that. If it's a good jackpot though <laughs> I'm using a one that I just broke in, put a couple runs on that feels real sharp. And so that's how I kind of get some more longevity out of my ropes as far as competition. Once they get to where they don't feel good at a jackpot anymore, then I back them back down. Now they're my practice ropes. So I'll have them sitting in a, in a hook there in the house and I'll use them um, for for practice ropes. I don't want to put my rope on a hook after I stretch it out or after I get it broke in, because if you put it on a hook, your rope's going to break around that hook. And it's going to kind of bust them fibers up a little bit where it's it's going to have that kind of broken feel in your hand so i don't want after i break them in and get them ready for competition i don't want to put them on a hook i want to lay them flat on the ground well now after they're not a jackpot rope anymore i'll go ahead and put them on a hook they're just they're just practice ropes now they are what they are but they still feel good enough where i can get some good practice runs with them now once they just don't feel like they're sharp enough where i'm getting good loops and they're too dead too fuzzy as far as getting good practice in, now I'll ba- break them down. Now those are my my training ropes. I might take the hondu loose and put a uh, maybe a breakaway on it. I might pull my dummies around with them. I might just heal, you know, steers in the in the pen with them if I'm just pin roping. You know, just training some some horses right there to learn how to log my horses. These are just training ropes or branding ropes. You know, where they're dead enough right there, where they're not too much body. Where if you're going branding, to keep a nice soft set of ropes for that. Then after that, once them ropes are toast and they're not really good for anything else, then I'll sell them. Um, there's a lot of people who will buy used ropes for a lot of different things Um, I put them on Facebook or Instagram and put them on social media and a lot of times you can get a few bucks out of those ropes um, for people making you know lamps or some kind of decorative stuff with used ropes and so that way at least you get a little bit of money back out of your ropes because people can can use them but that the goal is is as expensive as these ropes are is to get the most out of them and that's how I use my ropes